Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another edition of CWN Weekly, episode number 37, coming to you live on May the 1st, 2021, here from London, Ontario, Canada. It's actually gorgeous outside right now, so it's only uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, so uh, I might be able to uh, get to enjoy some of that nice weather. Of course I am, because the fact is the sun doesn't set until 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Um, if you're listening live, watching live, thank you very much. If you are uh, on audio later on, thank you as well. It's been a huge week as far as the uh, the show goes, cwnonline.ca as well, uh, booking interviews, all that sort of jazz. I'll get to it at the uh, the very end there. As you can see, I'm not rocking the normal wrestling t-shirt behind me there. It uh, happens to be a jersey of the one and only greatest goaltender of all time, and I'll get into that momentarily there. But uh, as I do every week, I do anniversaries and birthdays. So the 30th, uh, which was yesterday, UFC 129 took place, St. Pierre versus Shields at the Rogers Centre in Toronto, Ontario. It was the first sanctioned event in Ontario uh, as far as the uh, Ontario Athletic Commission went. Um, see if I can find the article here. So the event was the sixth that UFC had hosted in Canada and the first sanctioned mixed martial arts event in Ontario since the sport was uh, legalized in the province in August 2010. Uh, trial event was originally, uh, originally titled uh, UFC 131 by the promotion, but later changed to UFC 129 as its early... Uh, so as its early 2011 schedule started to move for more firmly into place. So a lot of history there. Hard to believe, though. I mean, what, 10 years ago? So uh, 10 years ago, and uh, obviously you've got uh, uh, George St. Pierre, GSP, uh, taking on Jake Shields. And then uh, Jose Alto taking on Mark Hominick, another Canadian there. So uh, uh, proud about that. But uh, yeah, it's hard to believe, like I said, uh, 10 years ago uh, for UFC 129 at Rogers Center there in Toronto. From there, we go to the first, which is today. So a little bit of pro boxing history. Muhammad Ali defeated George Shavalo. Uh, by unanimous decision at Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver, British Columbia in 1972. Uh, come, uh, this comes courtesy globalnews.ca. Uh, Second fight came in 1972 at the Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver, where Ali vowed to be the first to knock Shavalo down, only to see the Toronto fighter he once called the washerwoman absorb his blows without falling for another 12 rounds. Shavalo uh, uh, never went down in 93 pro bouts. That is a tough guy right there. Uh, you want to talk about tough guys, though. Uh, next guy is the... Uh, anniversary of the birthday is the one and only Stu Hart uh, was born on May the 3rd uh, in 1915. He was born to be the 106th uh, birthday of Stu Hart. Uh, obviously, he ended up passing away October 16th, 2003 at the age of 88. Still a long life. So you go from George Shavalo, Muhammad Ali into Stu Hart. Three tough guy names right there. And uh, obviously, Stu Hart, the legacy, the you know what he's passed down as far as the wrestling business goes. I mean, the Hart Dungeon still talks about it to this day. I think Nat Natty uh, Natalia just recently posted a match in the dungeon between uh, between TJ Wilson, uh, Tyson Kidd, and uh, Harry Smith, and uh, it was it pretty cool. But uh, the legacy of, of Stu Hart, and you know, 88 years old, still a long legacy there. Uh, but the fact is, when it comes down to it, uh, without Stu Hart, we would never be, you know. Um, uh, enlightened to see all the Canadians uh, here in the wrestling business because Stu Hart gave a lot of those guys their breaks <laughs> one way or another. But uh, at the same time, he also helped a lot of guys when they were first starting out in the business. From there, we go into why, is, uh, why does Chris have that hockey jersey in the back? Well, first of all, huge uh, New Jersey Devils fan. Uh, Mid-90s is when I became a fan. Mid-90s, that uh, kind of rings a bell. 
because uh, here you got this guy's jersey behind me, the one and only, the great Martin Pro, uh, Brodeur, uh, born on the 6th of May, born in 1972. He's going to be 49 years old. Played 22 seasons in the NHL, 1993 to 2015. All-time regular season uh, leader in wins, 691 games played, 1266. Nine-time NHL All-Star, Calder Trophy winner, Rookie of the Year, by the way. Uh, Three-time Stanley Cup winner, four-time Vezina Trophy winner, five-time Jennings Trophy winner, one-time EA Sports NHL cover athlete. And uh, that was back in 2014. So why do I bring it up? First of all, huge fan of Martin Brodeur. Uh, secondly, yes, it is his birthday coming up on the 6th, uh, which is next Thursday. Uh, but most importantly, <laughs> I did a, recently did an interview with Greg Oliver of Slam Wrestling. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously I'm posting on social media, everything else. And uh, Greg made a comment with regards to Martin Brodeur. And one of his buddies uh, being a fan, so all of a sudden I had to, you know, pipe in and took a picture of the the jersey with a, a Jersey Devils hat. And then sure enough, I get a friend request <laughs> from this guy that knows Greg Oliver. But uh, Greg was kind of slamming Martin Brodeur. So, uh, you know, Greg, to each their own. You are a Cleveland Browns fan. I will leave it at that. But uh, I felt, you know, with regards to uh, Greg Oliver slam wrestling. Uh, the comments that were made, as well as Brody's, I always call him Brody, but uh, Brodeur's birthday coming up on the 6th. That is why the jersey's behind me. Huge fan of Martin Brodeur. Uh, but uh, I will leave it at that. So we get into news of the week, news of the week, guys. And we start out, Impact Wrestling uh, Rebellion results took place last Sunday. Obviously, you know my thoughts because it's out there. CW, uh, CW on Recap on uh, YouTube, social media, the website, as well as Facebook. It's interesting that... Some of the stats I see, uh, especially on YouTube, because you can't necessarily trust Facebook stats, but on YouTube itself, I seem to get higher reactions, so to speak, on people watching impact uh, recaps as well as uh, prediction shows. And then obviously WWE, uh, ROH has been up there as well. AEW, you know, kind of uh, same as uh, WWE. But the fact is when I've done prediction shows, uh, Impact Wrestling, I think I had 250 at one point for one of the shows I did. I forget, was it a prediction show or a recap show? But, uh, you know, it's uh, I love talking about Impact Wrestling. Even this past Thursday night, I'm watching it. And, uh, you know, it's I, I'm a huge fan, have always been a huge fan of Impact Wrestling. It's amazing to see some of the faces still sticking around. The Eric Youngs, the Chris Sabins, the Deaners, you know, those guys there. The Scott Demores. Uh, but, um, yeah, so uh, for what you know, whatever reason, uh, I seem to get more hits on the recap shows, the prediction shows for Impact than I do anything else. So uh, thank you very much, guys, for those. But, uh, like I said, you want to see my thoughts on Impact Rebellion. Uh, CWN recap, it's out there, social media, Facebook, uh, you know, YouTube, the, the website is lcwnonline.ca. Uh, but uh, I'll say this, it was a great pay-per-view, uh, top to bottom. Um, I ended up doing my match of the night was the triple threat. Josh Alexander winning the X Division Championship, as well as, um, you know, uh, uh, Wrestler of the Night, obviously, was Kenny Omega. Uh, you know, it was uh, a lot of symbolism behind it as far as that title versus title match went. And I'll say this, um, with regards to... Uh, rebellion. Uh, the direction that they're going is very interesting for some of the news. I'll get more into it when I talk about the highlights of the week, uh, but some of the big news coming out of Rebellion as well. And one of the big things was this. So they played a promo, and there's two pay-per-views coming up. One is Under Siege. Uh, the other is... Bear with me a sec. I've got uh, my notes just a little bit too high. And where are we here? Impact. Well, i got Slammiversary listed. I've got... 
Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can figure it out before the end of the uh, the end of the show there. Uh, but long story short, guys, there was uh, a couple of announcements with regards to uh, Impact Wrestling. Three pay-per-views, two of them on Impact Plus. Uh, so Under Siege is on the 15th. Uh, there's one in June as well, which is on Impact Plus as well. And then Slammiversary anyways on in July, but they haven't announced a date for it yet. And not sure if they're waiting for UFC WWE announcements or whether or not they're waiting to be able to see if they can do a show with fans. And when I say that, because one of the uh, places they used to run uh, was Samstown in Vegas. Uh, they're not big as far as Florida goes. Uh, even though they used to be, obviously they're, they're Nashville right now. So uh, they have done Texas as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with regards to Slammiversary, the date when it's announced, as well as uh, location and whether fans are going to be in attendance as well. But anyways, the promo was this. Our world changes again at Slammiversary. Goes into a promo similar to last year. And then in the promo, we see images of Samoa Joe, Chelsea Green, Mickey James. Uh, we see Kazushka Okada as well as uh, Tetsu Nayato when they were back in uh, Impact Wrestling uh, briefly. And then we see Australian flags uh, with regards to the Iconics. Uh, obviously, Cassie Lee. And uh, I want to say Jesse McKay is her real name. Uh, but the former... Um, uh, I can't remember their names, Peyton Royce and, and uh, Billy Kay. Uh, and then Mexican flags as well. So that could uh, symbolize uh, Zelina Vega, Teo Trinidad, as well as Andrade. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see who shows up. Uh, obviously, I don't think they're going to do anything beforehand. I think it'll be, you know, you tune into the show and this is, uh, you know, this is what uh, we're going to present. I don't think they're going to do any spoilers, but uh, it should be a good slam anniversary. I'll tell you that much right there. Uh, from there, guys, we go into article on SI.com, so Sports Illustrated, obviously. Impact's Josh Alexander establishes himself as a singles wrestler with X Division title run. So good article there by J uh, Justin Parasso interviewing the one and only walking weapon, Josh Alexander. Uh, from there, there is a review right now. I haven't read it entirely yet. I still haven't watched the full doc uh, Probably about 10 minutes left of Rowdy Rowdy Piper from last Sunday. Obviously, uh, uh, Impact Wrestling Rebellion was on, so I wanted to give it my full attention. <laughs> considering the fact I paid $39.99 for it, and it was well worth it, I tell you that. But uh, I wasn't going to uh, split screen it, so to speak. Uh, but uh, there is a review up now on Post Wrestling, uh, released on the 26th by John Pollock. Uh, but he uh, ends up, uh, he reviews uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, the documentary there on A&E last Sunday. Uh, Braun Strowman crashes Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre's WWE title clash. So Raw last Monday, he is officially part of Backlash, uh, WrestleMania Backlash, so, uh, sorry, uh, on the 16th of May. So it'll be a triple threat. And Bobby Lashley is going to share his thoughts uh, this coming Monday on Raw with regards to what he thinks about the triple threat match. Uh, CMLL and ROH end their partnership. So this was a little bit interesting here because... You know, I've gone a lot uh, and, and, and you know, uh, when I've seen ROH, for example, on TV, uh, even live, the fact is, you know, when it comes down to it, um, you know, if CMLL has been one of those companies that have kind of been hand in hand with regards to ROH, uh, New Japan used to be another one. Obviously, the NWA used to be another one as well. Uh, but this came out, again, courtesy of Post Wrestling on the 27th. CMLL's partnership with ROH has seen the two companies present the Global Wars e-spectacular events. Uh, Matt Taven winning the NWA World Historic Welterweight Championship and a handful of talent exchanges. Uh, CMLL made the announcement today that their partnership with the Ring of Honor is no longer intact. And the company's social media page thanked ROH for the partnership. So that was courtesy of, looks like, Twitter. And it's in uh, Spanish. Uh, but... Uh, 
Uh, anyways, uh, long story short, early April, CMLL parted ways with current ROH contracted wrestler Bandito, who signed a new deal with ROH this past January. CMLL and ROH uh, both have an ongoing mutual relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So it'd be interesting to see if there's any kind of fallout. I don't think there is because two respected companies right there. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see if uh, CMLL, uh, with regards to other than you know New Japan Pro Wrestling, they they hook up with another North American company. Uh, a lot of talk this week with a you know regards to the Forbidden Door and companies working together. I'll get more into that there. Uh, from there, we go into Vice TV reveals full list of topics for Dark Side of the Ring season three. So I'll get to some more uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Um, I'm just trying to find the article here. Oh, there we go. I'm in pretty good order this week. And it's just loading. So uh, Vice TV has revealed the full list of topics that will be covered in the series, uh, third season of Dark Side of the Ring. I got to learn to slow down when I'm talking. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring. See, and you know, I say that after 37 episodes, by the way. So I'm kind of laughing at myself. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring season three will kick off with a two hour episode focused on Brian Pillman airing on Vice TV at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, May 6th. I will say this uh, since I'm talking better right here. Uh, it is on Crave TV as well. So Crave up here in Canada. It has been confirmed. I reached out to the guys, uh, you know, with regards to the producers of Dark Side of the Ring. And one of them got back to me on Twitter and uh, said, yeah, it will coincide with regards to the Vice TV premiere. So that is cool news there. Uh, from there... 14 episode season will be broken up into two parts with part one also covering the collision in Korea. Nick Gage, the ultimate warrior, Grizzly Smith and Dynamite Kid. The Pillman one, by the way, on the sixth is a two parter. So it'll be Pillman part one on the sixth, Pillman part two on the 13th. Second half of the season will premiere in the late summer. We'll cover the WWF steroid trials. Atushio, uh, sorry. At Sushi Onita's FMW promotion, Luna Vachon, WWE's Plane Ride from Hell from 2002, Rob Black's XPW promotion, Johnny K9, also known as Bruiser Bedlam, and then Chris uh, Canyon as well. So that'll be interesting there. And Greg Oliver and I, we touched base with regards to uh, uh, Johnny K9, so you can check that out with regards to my interview with him. But, and, you know, it's it's one of those things I don't normally subscribe to Crave. But uh, I will, you know, sometime the next couple of days uh, to be able to watch, uh, you know, ob obviously the episodes. And my wife's <laughs> happy about it as well, because apparently there's stuff on Crave that she wants to watch as well. So it's a it's a happy wife, happy life. But uh, as a wrestling fan, happy as well. Uh, from there, Sadie Gibbs announces her retirement from wrestling. This was interesting here because I had no idea. Uh, I didn't think she was too old at that. But um Anyways, this came courtesy a lot of different sources, but again, post-wrestling on the 27th. One year after signing with All Elite Wrestling, Sadie Gibbs was let go from the company. 29-year-old last wrestled in October of 2019. Jeez, that seems so long ago. And fast forward to present day, Gibbs to her, uh, took to her Instagram and formally announced her retirement. She put up a video which included highlights of hers from her uh, time as an in-ring performer and wrote a detailed caption about why she is choosing to step away from the ring. And she goes, I'm retiring. Hope you can watch this and and minute show reel. Hope sorry. Of all the best moments and show you love and support in the comments below. Letting go is never easy, but it is necessary. Uh, it's been a really confusing year and a half for me, but I've always been good at following my instinct and letting go and having nothing but grace in the path ahead of me. I've decided in order to uh, for me to excel in my new endeavors, uh, coaching, speaking, teaching, being the leader, which I've always been. And then she goes on as well. Hashtag undefinable at the very end. And then goes on to say thank you to all the members of Team Undefinable. And then uh, uh, post her website. So sadiegibbs.com. 
And then more with regards to the uh, the article, she did an interview with Chris Van Vliet back in October of last year. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's weird. So 29 years old, that is that is friggin' young. Um, but uh, it's it's not the first that's uh, you know it's happened recently, anyways, because of the fact is when it comes down to it. And sorry, I'm multitasking. I'm trying to move articles around so I can uh, make this uh, a little bit neater as I'm talking. But um, uh, Kaylee, not Kaylee Ray, um, uh, Smiley Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. Uh, I, I can't even think of her last name right now. But uh, Smiley Kylie, uh, she stepped away from the business as well. You know, she's supposed to be coming back, but um, it's a lot. It's interesting to see a lot more young people kind of step away from the business the way they have. You know, guaranteed contracts, whatever the case may be. And it's uh, obviously the pandemic's going to end. But uh, it'll be interesting to see somebody like Sadie Gibbs if she ends up coming back, uh, you know, uh, once the pandemic is over and wrestling's back as a, as a whole. But, uh, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers are with her with regards to whatever she's been going through the past year and a half. And, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, it is what it is. I guess it's uh, interesting, uh, but uh, life does move on. Uh, Natalia Neidhart, WWE Superstars Guide to the Healthier You. Uh, that took place on the 28th as, uh, as far as the... Uh, Calgary Sun website goes. I'm sure it's on the other Sun websites as well, but I always get it from the Calgary Sun. So good article there, especially with the summertime coming up. A lot of us have to get in shape. Me especially. Uh, I'll get to more, uh, more towards that uh, at the end of the show as well. Pinnacle, Sean Spears talks blood and guts, opening a wrestling school and more that came out on the 28th as well. Uh, that is courtesy of TSN.ca. So guys, check that out. Uh, Tony Khan discusses AEW time slot following the NHL Turner sports deal. Uh, to summarize it, Khan says basically he's going to do what's best for business. Uh, so with regards to saying that, if uh, you know, as, as a wrestling fan himself, the fact is, if it, if it when it comes down to it, he has to switch nights. He'll do what's best for the fans. He'll do what's best for his company. So uh, Wednesdays, you know, obviously is AEW Dynamite night. But the fact is, when it comes down to it. If he has to move, uh, you know, uh, uh, times, uh, so to speak, if he has to move uh, dates, uh, you know, uh, days of the week, he'll do it. Uh, you know, he will do, will do what's best for AEW, so to speak. What's, excuse me, interesting about AEW, this was announced as well. Mox versus Nagata set for AEW Dynamite May the 12th. Now, they had been going back and forth on with regards to social media, YouTube especially. Mox set a, a challenge for the IWGP uh, United States Heavyweight Championship. Uh, he, you know, basically called out Nagata by name. Nagata responded, said, "You know, hey Mox, you know, I, I don't need any weapons. You know, basically, uh, I'm old school. I can take you up." And then, sure enough, they announced that AEW Dynamite Mox versus Nagata taking place for the IWGP uh, United States Heavyweight Championship on May the 12th on Dynamite. Uh, New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling has posted an article, so guys, you can check that out, but uh, I'm excited for it there. Uh, from there, talking about Japan, new GHC National Champion crowned at Noah the Glory. So that's Pro Wrestling Noah. I'm just going to bring up the article here. Uh, I'm getting better at looking for the Favicons, by the way. So since being added to the list of championships within Pro Wrestling Noah in the 2019, I've only been several times at the GHC National Championship changed hands and at Pro Wrestling Noah's Noah the Glory show, it changed hands for the fifth time. So Takashi Sugara, the inaugural national champion, recaptured the title by defeating Kaz Kazuyuki Fujita. I want to say I pronounced that right. Who won the belt at Noah Infinity back in March. And uh, uh, Sugara's first title reign lasted 189 days. And after becoming a two-time champion, he was challenged by former MMA fighter and GHC tag team champion uh, Kazuchi, Kazushi uh, Sakuraba. 
I know the, the word Sakuraba, the uh, first name kind of threw me there. But uh, yeah, so it's, uh, the, I mean, it's not just New Japan over there or in Japan. I used to be a huge fan, I'll tell you this, uh, with regards to uh, pro wrestling Noah. Uh, Naomichi uh, Marifuji was the reason for it. And, uh, uh, you know, and then I kind of lost track of uh, uh, pro wrestling Noah. And obviously, New Japan pro wrestling picks up and obviously you know the bullet club and everything they've done over there uh but you never kind of lose track of some of the superstars especially pro wrestling noah uh back a couple of years ago when they had uh, marifuji appear for uh, impact wrestling uh you know so it's uh, it's kind of cool it's um uh, i wish i had more time to get more you know to watch more shows and everything else but i kind of catch what i can with regards to the, the articles that are out there uh post wrestling is really good as far as um, uh, pro wrestling Noah goes, so guys, if you're a fan of Japanese wrestling outside of uh, you know New Japan Pro Wrestling, definitely check out Post Wrestling as well as all all Japan Pro Wrestling. They uh, they tend to uh, uh, talk about that there as well. Uh, AEW, uh, where are we? AEW Unrestricted this week came out on the 29th, featuring the one and only Jerry Lynn. It's kind of cool because I was doing articles and, uh, um, you know, getting show notes ready, so to speak. And I'm on my website, uh, cwnonline.ca, by, <laughs> by the way, if you haven't heard. Um, but uh, anyways, it's uh, talking about Jerry Lynn. And then the next article features RVD. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like 2021. And back-to-back -back articles I have posted uh, links, you know, on cwnonline.ca. The first one about Jerry Lynn on, on AEW Unrestricted. And then follow up by first look WB icons featuring Rob Van Dam on YouTube. I tell you this. So way back in the day, I was doing, what was I doing? Shipping, receiving, receiving for Walmart. And uh, it used to be a Friday night job. So you go in like 10 o'clock in the morning, not so not 10 o'clock in the morning. I wish uh, 10 o'clock at night and you'd get out of there about 6, 630 in the morning. And uh, anyways, so uh, there was one night uh, ECW, I think, was premiering on Spike or premiering on T. What was it? It wasn't TNT. What the uh, TNN? I think it was. But the fact is, the last match I watched before I had to go to my job was Jerry Lynn taking on RVD. So I'm getting it. I'm sitting around the lunch table like two in the morning, and all of a sudden I got. I think I got a wrestling magazine to try to stay awake. And fact is, when I'm there, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm somebody sees a wrestling magazine, and I was like, yeah. So I was just watching Jerry Lynn taking on RVD tonight, and this was way back in 1999, 2000. <laughs> so uh, 1999, I think it was. So I, I guess it probably wouldn't spike TV, but anyway, short story here. But uh, and still talking about RVD Jerry Lynn today in different realms, obviously. Uh, but uh, it's it's still pretty damn cool. I'll tell you that much. Uh, speaking of cool, John Earthquake Tenta wrestled around the world before death 15 years ago. So good article with regards to, um, I think it's a Surrey newspaper. So just give me a sec here. I'm just going to bring it up. It's called Surrey Then and Now. That is the uh, the name of the article, so to speak. But uh, it's called the Surrey Now Leader in Surrey, British Columbia there. And it goes on to say, the 15th anniversary of John Tenta's death this spring, friends and family only keen to reflect on the wrestling career of the Surrey-born man known around the world as Earthquake. Uh, not only that, sumo fans called him Koto Tenzon, as at other times Tenta answered to Avalanche, the Shark, and Golga on the North American circuit. It uh, goes on to talk about uh, people like uh, Mark uh, gorgeous Michelle Starr, uh, Velios, uh, knew him as a gentle giant who once feuded with a World Wrestling Federation uh, champion uh, and legend. I don't think he was champion back then, but Hulk Hogan. Uh, and the article goes on. And then all of a sudden, there was there was something that I saw with like 10 facts that you didn't know about Hogan versus Earthquake at SummerSlam 90. And that's pretty cool as well. 
So check out the article. It is linked on cwnonline.ca uh, with regards to John Earthquake Tenta, as well as uh, check out the 10 things you didn't know about their SummerSlam 1990 match. It is pretty cool. Earthquake was only as late. He, so he passed away. He's only 42 years old. Uh, cancer, obviously. So, uh, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers with, still with his friends, family. Um, but to know he was only late 20s when that match took place, absolutely insane. The, uh, uh, you know, the uh, the shock and awe, so to speak, uh, that he uh, he had made when he first entered the WWF, the way he did it. And, uh, you know, it's still, he's one of the greatest big men as far as um, uh, Canada goes, as well as the world of professional wrestlers go. I'll tell you that much there. Uh, Winnipeggers, uh, speaking of professional, uh, some of the best, uh, Winnipeggers episode number 41. It's called The Cheap Ass Club. Uh, this week, the one and only Chris Jericho, obviously. So that was released on the 29th. Impact Wrestling is under siege. So I'm just going to bring up the article here just to be able to talk about what has been announced so far uh, with regards to under siege here. And I had it right up top. I'm, I'm just, look at that. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting better. I do the Barry Horowitz thing, but uh, I'd be afraid of uh, uh, cracking a, a, a bone or something. Um, so Impact Wrestling is under siege. Uh, Impact Wrestling presents its next must-see event under siege, streaming May 15th on Impact Plus. So uh, six-way number one contenders match is uh, Chris Bay, Sammy Callahan, Matt Cardona, uh, announced so far three qualifying matches. I'll get to that when I do the highlights, by the way. Uh, but there'll be a six-man scramble, so to speak. And winner becomes number one contender for Kenny Omega's, so weird to say, Kenny Omega's Impact Wrestling Championship. Uh, from there, we go into six-man tag team match. We got Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers on one side, Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice on the other side. So we got AEW, Impact, and <laughs> New Japan. It's, it's pretty damn cool to see uh, who's in the, that match there. Uh, then for the tag team titles, we got Jordan Grace as well as Rachel Ellering uh, taking on Fire and Flavor. So Fire and Flavor uh, going after the return match. And uh, so stay tuned for more news and match announcements on Under Siege. So that is officially two weeks away from today. So looking forward to it. Uh, obviously, Impact Plus. Uh, so you guys have heard me talk about it before with regards to Impact Plus. And it's basically $9.99 a month. You get a free 30 days. So take up that offer there. And it's definitely going to be work it, uh, worth it. From there, this was big news. And again, I don't know how I missed it on Impact Wrestling. But I saw the follow-up online, the video on uh, Twitter, uh, as well as uh, obviously the article I'm just about to read on impactwrestling.com. El Phantasmo ELP set to make Impact debut next week. I don't know how the heck I missed this. But uh, it's it's like when I was watching WrestleMania, I missed the, uh, the 2K22 uh, promo there. But... Um, Article goes and says, Rebellion may be over, but the jaw-dropping moments continue. As revealed earlier tonight on Impact New Japan Pro Wrestling's El Fantasmo is set to make his Impact debut next week. Uh, then it goes on to Twitter, member of the Bullet Club, two-time Super J Cup winner is coming to Impact next week. And then what does Bullet Club member El Fantasmo have in store for the Impact Wrestling roster? And it says find out uh, next Thursday. So that is pretty damn cool. And again, I have no idea how the heck I missed it, uh, but I there. So, uh, but I did. I know I'm messing up my lines. Um, from there, where are we? WB in talks with MLW about talent partnership. This has got the internet going nuts right now. So obviously, WB took over Evolve. Um, you know, nothing has come out of it. Uh, apparently, they, they recorded some shows, but nothing has been announced in a good couple months. Now, all of a sudden, it talks about MLW forming a partnership with uh, WB. Obviously, um, 
uh, from the just of what I've read, it's basically having some of the NXT talents that aren't being used on a regular basis uh, to go over there to MLW to basically get a shot to uh, uh, have new life, so to speak. Obviously, Court Bauer has a good connection with Triple H, Vince McMahon. He was there for, I think, a good couple of years as a writer. Um, you know, you got guys like uh, Leo Rush, uh, you know, as far as uh, uh, MLW goes, you got the Von Erics, obviously, uh, you got, you know, you've got Contra and, uh, you know, the Samoan legacy there. But uh, I think it'd be cool. It's interesting because um, recently the WWE said they were, you know, when the Forbidden Door got basically kicked open by Tony Khan, they said, yeah, you know what, the, the, if it's best for business, I think it was Triple H on a conference, a conference call, but they were like, if it's best for business, then, you know, sure, why not? And then all of a sudden, you know, MLW was never into talks really with any company. So you've had Impact Wrestling with guys in New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, you know, um, uh, obviously, uh, uh, you know, NWA is probably out there as well. But um, it'll be cool to see what happens. And if it's if it's a matter of getting uh, NXT guys some work uh, to put them on TV, sure, why not? I'm, I'm all for it there. Uh, from there, Impact Re uh, Rebellion pay-per-view yeah, pay buys trending towards most successful in years that is cool news so i wish their weekly ratings were a little bit better but the fact is as far as the pay-per-view goes that's people spending money out of their pockets like i said here in canada it was 40 dollars, so 39.99 or i think it was on rogers but it was through uh, sportsnet pay-per-view and uh you know it excited me uh to sit there and to watch it and to take my notes <laughs> on my phone which is never the greatest but uh, i get to enjoy it and it was a, a great pay-per-view so you know what so if they're um if they're on pace to do one of the best selling pay-per-views since Anthem took over, props and great uh, for them. Because, uh, I, I, like I said, I've been a fan of Impact Wrestling probably the longest uh, for anything that's out there as far as uh, TV content goes. Uh, Young Rock renewed for a second season. That was released on the 30th, so that is kind of cool. I guess the uh, season finale is coming up either next week or the week after. Um, I haven't looked into it that much, but uh, it looks like uh, Young Rock is coming back for another season. Um when they made their debut, I think they were episode 9 or 10. I think they were over 5 million people. They're still about 2.3, 2.4 million, which is still kind of cool. I watch, this, I watch it religiously every single week. I love it because it's a different story. Uh, points of the rock's career you know from when he was a teenager to uh, when he was a kid uh, to when he was uh, you know uh, fresh into college and this and that so it's uh, it has been interesting and obviously you know obviously the rock has been on there promoting his political campaign so that is cool as well uh wdb pulls the plug on nxt uk takeover dublin obviously covid still taking effect so that has officially been canceled. Multiple sources have uh, have uh, posted that. ROH Women's Division Wednesday results, four promotional debuts. I'm not going to do spoilers, uh, but I will talk about who debuted. Uh, just give me a sec here. And where are we here? Hmm. Every Wednesday, at ROH's YouTube channel is Women's Division Wednesday, designed to showcase the division within past, or sorry, with past stars, veterans, and current stars, leading up to the big ROH Women's Championship tournament this summer. Series kicked off this past week with four debuts in a tag team match. So, you've got Laney Lane, Hyen, Roxy, and Max the Impaler uh, as part of that match. So, uh, if you're on social media, uh, Twitter, I think especially Roxy had posted something with regards to ROH. So, it's not necessarily a spoiler there. Uh, Lainey Luck, I forget where I, I think I've seen her name, NWA maybe. Uh, but the fact is, uh, uh, ROH is implementing new talent as far as their women's division goes, which is never necessarily a bad thing. And uh, I don't think I've got show notes here, but. Um, 
Mick Foley uh, had come out and said the WWE needs a women's brand. Uh, so basically, uh, not a SmackDown, not a Raw, not an X- NXT, but a, a, you know, a specific women's brand. And uh, Foley was basically like, do it before somebody else does. And uh, Lufisto had jumped on it on uh, with regards to Twitter. And uh, fully praised Lufisto. So at, uh, he's easily see Lufisto as a coach. And why she isn't a coach down there in NXT right now is beyond me or AEW. Uh, she is a very tiny lady, uh, but uh, one of the nicest uh, sweethearts you'll ever meet. And I've had the opportunity to meet her a couple times. I had the opportunity to interview her way back in the uh, mid-2000s. Uh, but uh, yeah, why she's not signed by AEW or NXT uh, as a you know performer or a coach, I don't know. It baffles me. Uh, AEW adjusting Dynamite schedule due to NBA playoffs on TNT. That was released uh, on the 30th. So this will affect us in Canada as well. This week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, it was reported AEW Dynamite experienced some schedule changes to the N- upcoming NBA playoffs on TNT. The Wednesday, May 26th show will move to Friday, May 28th at 10 p.m. <laughs> That's going to be hell. Uh, with the plan of filming two hours of dark for the following week starting at 8 p.m. before going live. Uh, that week's Dynamite will be the go-home show for Double or Nothing that Saturday. And that's why I say that's going to be hell because you've got the go-home show taking place Friday night when the warm weather is hit at 10 o'clock. Um, you know, it's it'll be interesting. To try to watch. Uh, I shouldn't. You know, I'm, I'm not knocking it, but uh, I'm old, <laughs> so I might have to PVR it and then watch it on Saturday. But um, uh, obviously, double or nothing takes place on the 30th, which is the Sunday. So I'll make sure to get it in before that. Uh, but the article goes on to say, May 28th, Dynamo will air there on May 31st after the pay-per-view has already happened. That's with regards to ITV in the UK. Saturday, uh, the Wednesday, June 2nd, Dynamite will be moved to the live show on Friday, June 4th, or Saturday, June 5th, depend- depending on the playoff game TNT has that weekend. And uh, that uncertainty is the reason both Brian Cage and Brian Pillman Jr. had to pull out of the June 5th Warrior Wrestling event. Uh, so obviously it's, it's uh, you know, uh, NBA uh, takes presence on TNT. If June 4th ends up being the date, they'll hold the tapings on June 5th for the following week. And then uh, it goes on, the article goes on to say. So uh, a lot of mix up, uh, but uh, you'll be able to see it uh, with regards to social media, CWN uh, online, as well as cwnonline.ca for the schedule. Uh, as soon as I have it up here, in, in, up here in Canada, <laughs> I've always been in Canada. As soon as I have it, I will have it posted uh, with regards to the schedule that's on cwnonline.ca. So you'll know not to be able not to miss Dynamite, especially going into uh, Double or Nothing weekend, uh, which is going to be absolutely huge there. Dynamite next week is going to be absolutely huge as well. Uh, from there, NXT UK, Rohan Raja reveals how WWE's Ginger Mahal helped them through really hard times. That was released on the 30th. Haven't read the article yet. Uh, it will be posted on cwnonline.ca, but it's from Metro UK. I know... So, you know, CWN is part of the Canadian Wrestling Network, um, but uh, a lot of the guys uh, out there in the Western scene uh, are familiar with this guy, and I'm not. And uh, when I was reading a little bit about him, it looks like he was born in England, came to Canada to train, learned under Lance Storm, uh, you know, had a following, and they basically went down, to, or so not went down, but went over to NXT UK. And, uh, you know, he's a lot of praise uh, about this guy on social media as well as uh, a lot of fanfare as well. So it'll be interesting to read the article just to get uh, more information about this guy. He was on NXT UK this week. I'll get more to that when I do the highlights. Uh, But, uh, yeah, once the article is posted, cwnonline.ca or seek it out at Metro UK and you'll be able to read it there as well. 
Uh, WB, this came last night, announced his throwback addiction, uh, addiction, <laughs> addiction, uh, throwback edition of SmackDown for next week. So guys, check that out. SmackDown going old school uh, next Friday. Looking forward to it, as well as the uh, the play up to what happened, obviously, last night, which I'll get into as well. Andrade, Ray Phoenix, Bandito set for Federation Wrestling debut show. Uh, that was released on the 1st. So basically, Andrade is officially back as far as being a wrestler goes. And... Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to bring up the article. I think I, I have it saved here. Uh, maybe I don't know. Hold on. That was out of order. So courtesy of Post Wrestling, June 19th, uh, Federation Wrestling is going to present the debut event. A handful of names that have been announced for the show during online press that likes the former talent, uh, former WB talent Andrade, Ray Phoenix, Penta L0M, Bandito, Red Velvet, Tay Conte, and more names are announced as talent for the forthcoming event. Andrade is going to team with ROH World Champion Roosh, uh, Bestiel Del Ring, and a mystery partner to take on ROH's Matt Tav- uh, Taven, PJ Black, and two other mystery partners of their own. Uh, Penta L0M and Ray Phoenix are going to be in tag team action as well when they face Bandito and Dragon Lee. AEW's uh, Tay Conte uh, and Red Velvet will join a mystery partner to face Miranda, uh, Alice, uh, Zeus, Zexus, Zeusis, and Ayaka Hamada. My apologies for the names, but uh, yeah, so that's June 19th. Andrade makes his return uh, and, and teaming with Roosh. That's going to be pretty damn cool there. I can't see them turning on each other, but uh, you never know. Roosh is the ROH world champion, so it's uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, John Moxley, Yuji Nagata in action next week on Strong. I think I have this one as well. Bear with me. So obviously leading into the May 12th uh, championship match on AEW Dynamite. Uh, it says uh, Friday, May 7th, special tag team match. We got John Moxley, Chris Dickinson on one side, taking on Nuji Nagata and Ren Narita on the other side. And I'll be part of New Japan Strong uh, next Friday, May 7th at 10 p.m. on New Japan World. So guys, check that out. Uh, prelude to the storm, so to speak, with Moxley as well as Yuji um, uh, Nagata. And uh, Moxley's IWB, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Talking too quick. Watch all of John Moxley's IWGP US title matches free for a limited time. This was announced uh, courtesy of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So NJPW1972.com. And give me a sec here. So May 12th edition of AEW Dynamite on TNT. John Moxley defended his uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship against Yuji Nagata. And what will be the first defense of the title outside of New Japan since 19, or sorry, 2017, not 1917, 2017. Uh, to celebrate this momentous match, we will be offering all of John Moxley's U.S. title matches for free for a limited time. Uh, it says, plus, watch the premiere on YouTube to interact with our live chat. So uh, you can check that article out, New Japan. So NJ, uh, NJPW1972.com, guys, if you're a fan of Moxley, as well as his uh, title defenses for uh uh, with regards to the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship there. Um, speaking of New Japan, Wrestling Don Takeshi 2021 Night 1 Preview. Uh, I'm not going to go into the uh, the card because I'm running short a little bit on time here. But May 3rd, 5 a.m., New Japan World, taking on Fukuoka, Japan. Then we go Wrestling Don Takeshi 2021 Night 2 Preview, May 4th at 2 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> Stay awake or don't go to bed, one of the two. Um, I guess that's the same thing. Uh, stay awake or <laughs> anyways, uh, you get what I'm saying. But 2 a.m. on New Japan World Eastern Standard Time, Fukuoka, Japan as well. And then here in North America, uh, as far as Eastern Standard Time goes, that's not late in that night. Uh, biography tomorrow. 
the one and only oh yeah i don't know if i can do a, a good impression of macho man uh but macho man randy savage may 2nd so tomorrow 8 p.m on a and e followed by wb so not followed by uh if you're not into the a and e stuff wb untold two dudes with attitudes may 2nd so tomorrow as well 8 15 p.m premiere on peacock and the wb network obviously you have it on demand and then followed by uh following my uh, macho man randy savage you've got uh, wb's most wanted treasures jerry the king lawler that is tomorrow night as well 10 p.m on uh, a and e still haven't watched undertaker and kane yet uh, like i said i still have to finish the piper one as well and then dark side of the ring like i said season three episode one brian pillman part one premiering may 6 9 p.m on crave uh, and this comes courtesy of Evan Husney on Twitter. Like I said, he responded to my message yesterday. But season three is launching on Crave in sync with Vice TV on May the 6th. So that will be simultaneous in North America, whether or not you're stateside with Vice TV or whether or not you're up here in Canada with the Crave. Uh, highlights of the week are this, guys. Just bear with me a second. NXT UK. And like I said, I want to bring this up as well. So Teoman. I don't know if I ever pronounced that right. I, I don't think I've ever seen a match of his. Uh, defeats Rohan Raja. So that was uh, the gentleman I was referring to earlier. Uh, Shaw Sam, uh, Samuels defeats Levi Mir. Uh, Mako Satamara defeats Iof. <laughs> Another name. I've got to eventually watch a match on Valkyrie. And then Gallus defeats uh, Symbiosis. And uh, like I said, there's so much wrestling on. It's hard to catch up, especially when I'm married with a toddler. So it's uh, I catch wrestling as I can. Uh, Impact Wrestling this past week, I did catch this because a huge fan of Impact, obviously. Uh, Scott Demore addresses the Impact locker room. So they're all banging on his door. And basically, he says, all right, I'm going to take this to the ring with regards to what's going to happen as far as the uh, titles go. And then basically, he announces number one contender. Uh, it's going to be uh, qualifying matches going into the six-way, which I referred to earlier. And then uh, he had told Don Callis backstage. So apparently, Don Callis was going to have Kenny Omega appear through Zoom. And then Callis, you know, he basically got uh, scolded by Demore and said, no, look, that's not in the contract. He needs to be here. And if he's not here by the end of the show, he's stripped to the title. Uh, so basically, uh, uh, Callis gets on the phone and has to get uh, Kenny Omega there. And that's uh, a play by the announcers of the whole entire two-hour show is whether or not Kenny Omega will appear live. And, uh, you know, they keep addressing it. But anyway, qualifying matches were taking place. First one, Chris Bay defeats Jake something. Uh, w. Morsey defeats Sam Beal. So qualifier was uh, Chris Bay defeating uh, Jake something. Then we go to regular matches. So W. Morsey uh, defeats Sam Beal in a squash. Then he gets on the mic, uh, you know, prior to the match. Or I don't know if it was prior or before. I think it was maybe after. And basically, you really can't trust anybody in the locker room. Uh, Taylor, Wilde, uh, Taylor Wilde defeats Kimberly. Josh Alexander defeats Ace Austin by submission to retain. Uh, Cardona defeats Brian Myers for a qualifier as well. And the main event, uh, Sammy Callahan defeats Eddie Edwards by DQ because he was attacked by Omega, uh, Callis, and the Good Brothers. So um, uh, Eddie Edwards is in the... Um, Oh, sorry, no, uh, Sammy Callahan's in the qualifier, so the, the six-man scramble there. And then we go post-match, Omega, Callis, Good Brothers, Callahan, Edwards, and Finn Juice arrived to set up that six-man tag team match as well. Uh, SmackDown last night, uh, Bianca Belair, the Street Profits, defeats Bailey and the Dirty Dogs. Montez Ford, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to put it on record, is going to be WWE champion within the next couple of years as long as he can stay healthy. He went from the apron to springboard onto the top rope, jumps off the top rope, still gets all the height that he uh, you know, does on a, a regular basis and hits this huge frog splash. The guy is athletically gifted. Obviously, he's married to Bianca, who's athletically gifted as well. But my God, RVD 
Eddie Guerrero used to hit the best frog splashes in the business. And Montez Ford just amazes me. Like I was like, holy crap last night. Like, and you've seen it, him hit it before, but to go from their apron up onto the ropes and then basically get as high as he can to still do that frog splash. Like, my God, uh, put the championship on him. Take my money, please. But uh, it's uh, it's only a matter of time before he is a uh, world champ. And it's uh, sad because the profits are going to be no more. Um, obviously, uh, you know, uh, um, oh, I forget the other guy's name. It's uh, I've only had one coffee today. Uh, but uh, he's uh, when the uh, the profits are no more. Uh, Ford's going to be the one who skyrockets, uh, Shawn Michaels style, uh, you know, and uh, anyways, it, it is what it is. But uh, put the title on him and take my money, please. Uh, from there we go. To, uh, where are we? Natalia Tamita defeats Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler in a non-title match. Uh, please get this over with. Uh, Biggie defeats Apollo Crews, but DQ and still post-match, we get Sammy uh, Zayn and KO in the ring. Uh, Daniel Bryan is then defeated by Roman Reigns. So they're doing a whole play on uh, Daniel Bryan the whole entire show and uh basically reigns ends up uh, you know getting him to pass out and uh goodbye db and then I'll, I'll obviously like i had said earlier uh don't miss a go back episode of smackdown next friday on fox you can see the promo on youtube angelo dawkins for whatever reason i cannot remember his name uh but angelo dawkins is going to be the marty Janetti, so to speak uh but yeah so smackdown retro next friday which should be cool uh 205 live jake atlas august gray defeats the bollywood boys and then ever rise defeats tony nice as well as area davari i feel bad for these guys because they're kind of pigeonholed so to speak so they're stuck on this one show they make the best of it but that is all there is to it for these guys right now and it sucks uh new japan strong uh new series debuted last night so la dojo showcase so TJP uh, defeats the DK, uh, DKC. Fred Rosser defeats, uh, sorry, Fred Rosser and Ren Narita defeats Alex Coughlin as well as Kevin Knight. And then Kyle Fredericks in the main event defeats Clark Connors in there. Uh, ratings this week, uh, Ready Ready Piper biography, 880. Uh, so 0.278, 18 to 49 demo, 10th for the night. Uh, WB's most wanted treasures, Undertaker and Kane, 769, 0.27 in the 18 to 49 demo, 11th for the night. Raw was 1,775,000. Uh, 0.49 in the 18 to 49 demo. First for the night, Canada, they had 213,600 and then 117,800 in the 25 to 54 demo. NXT 744 for the night, 0.22 in the 18 to 49 demo, 11th for the night. AEW 889.33 in the 18 to 49 demo, 10th for the night. Canada, they were 92,000 and then 49,000 of them within the 25 to uh, 54 demo. Impact Wrestling 120. 0.05 in the 18 to 49 demo, 112th for the night. And then SmackDown 1923. So 1,923,000 in the fast national rating, uh, beating up on Raw once again, but uh, 0.5 in the 18 to 49 demo. And like I said, that is the fast national rating with regards to uh SmackDown. So the rating should be out on Monday. The only time it's delayed is when there's a holiday, by the way. So MMA Pro Boxing, quite a bit of news going on this week uh, that relates to both. So DC and Hawane obviously put out their show on the 26th, which is a, a normal thing for them. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul officially set for June 6th in Miami. I will have all these articles up on cwnonline.ca uh, within the uh, the weekend here, but it's been busy, uh, obviously a busy week and everything else. But um, yeah, Mayweather taking on Logan Paul, it's going to be interesting. Uh, so that news was bro uh, broke on the 27th. Uh, late boxing legend Marvin Hagler to have a street named after him that was released on the 28th. 
Um, Mike Tyson says fight versus Lennox Lewis happening in September. Um, I don't know if that's official, <laughs> but it's Tyson, so you don't want to necessarily argue with the guy. Uh, one on TNT4 uh, came out on the 28th. You can check that out at YouTube as well, cwnonline.ca. That is it for the uh, TNT series, I believe, for one uh, fighting championship. Uh, UFC owners at Endeavor raised $511 million during IPO as stock prices jump 5% on first day. What does all that mean? UFC is officially public, so you can buy stock as far as Endeavor goes and uh, own stock with regards to the UFC, uh, which is pretty damn cool. I see Dana White as well as the owners uh, and one of the pictures that I saw. And then Dana White on social media says, yes, the UFC is now public. It was like UFC IPO, I think, was his hashtag with it. But that came out on the 29th there. Uh, Canadian welterweight war, uh, Rory McDonald wins PFL debut via first round submission. So that came out on the 29th as well. Like I said, guys, this will all be up on cwonline.ca. Um, I might have to reverse sometimes and, and go MMA first and then pro wrestling in the middle because I never seem to have enough time. Like I'm 50 minutes in. Uh, as far as the cl countdown clock goes, obviously the countdown timer and the, the you know the the promo and everything else. But um, maybe I'll do that maybe next week. Maybe I'll do MMA pro boxing first. Hopefully there's a lot, a lot of news. Why should it be the one week there's like one topic? That'll suck. But uh, like I said, Rory McDonald wins PFL, a PFL debut that came out on the 29th. Uh, from there, Anderson Silva, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. agreed a boxing match that came out on the 30th. So a lot of inter. Yeah, I tell you this. So I got married to my wife back in 2017. My bachelor party, <laughs> no order to rely, was going to watch uh, basically the Conor McGregor uh, versus Floyd Mayweather fight at one of the bars here in London. It was cool. And uh, true story, I ended up passing out <laughs> during the pre rounds because I, you know, obviously bachelor party too many, uh, uh, too many drinks. And then all of a sudden I came to, and the next thing you know, the fight's on. I was like, oh, so, you know, this is so great. But I, yeah, I ended up seeing McGregor. Mayweather uh, live on pay-per-view, you know, so to speak, at a bar from a bachelor party. But uh, it reminds me of everything that's taking place right now with all like, with regards to all the old boxing matches and obviously Mayweather taking on Jake Paul and this and that. And it's it's interesting. It's an interesting time to be a fan of uh, pro sports, uh, you know, combat sports, so to speak. But, um, uh, you know, it's um, interesting there. Uh, Yoel Romero pulled from Bellator MMA fight with Anthony Johnson. So that is off for next weekend. Uh, Diago Sanchez cut by the UFC after concerns over health issues. That is one big mess. I tell you that. Like I said, it'll be up uh, on the website, cdbenonline.ca. Uh, but the fact is, yeah, he is done with UFC. And then uh, speaking of UFC, UFC fight night takes place tonight. Reyes versus, and I've got his name. Prohashka is how you pronounce it. It's P-R-O-C-H-A-Z-K-A. But I went and figured out how to pronounce it earlier. It's But it's Prohashka. So Rays versus Prohashka live tonight, 10 p.m. I'm getting better. Uh, live tonight, 10 p.m. on TSN5. Prelims at 8 o'clock p.m. on TSN5. UFC, uh, UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Main event, like I said, Dominic, the Devastator Reyes. Number three ranked, taking on Yerhi, uh, uh, Denisa, uh, Prohashka, number five in the light heavyweight bout. So that should be uh, interesting, especially for free guys, because the fact is it's uh, seemingly UFC every single weekend <laughs> we get wrestling every single night but it's a great time to be a fan of combat sports you know what i'm a fan of is taking a break right now to get some water into me because my uh, my uh voice my throat is all dry and everything else but as always guys uh take a quick little break here uh promote knights of the squared circle as well as the the duke you suck podcast 
I've got to look into, you know, I, I say I need a break and I keep talking. I've got to look into getting more promos because the fact is the reason I play Knights is because Ryan Knight cut a promo for me and sent it to me. So it was, uh, you know, he already had it in the bag. So I just had to put together the graphic. Uh, the Duke You Suck podcast, the reason I do it is because he had cut a promo on YouTube. So I took the audio out of it, put a, a graphic with it and the same sort of thing. So guys, if you have a podcast, as long as there's no music that is copyright behind it or any kind of i can do the graphic work but as long if you've got some kind of audio get in touch with me feedback at cwn look i'll even do this um where are you here right there on the screen feedback at cwnonline.ca and i'll make sure to include your promos in the podcast here but uh, if you're seeing the same uh, promos all the time that is the reason for it excuse me simply because of the fact um they're out there i'm not going to get uh, copyright strikes, so to speak, with regards to using them. And, and that's the main reason for it. But guys, if you have, if you're a podcaster, as long as there's no copyright behind it, uh, hit me up and let me know and I'll make sure to include uh, your stuff as well. But uh, yeah, sit back and relax. I'm going to play these and I'll be right back talking about some Canadian independent wrestling guys. So uh, enjoy. Are you a pro wrestling fan? Do you want the latest info on shows and the stars that appear throughout Ontario? Are you looking for information and insight into the independent wrestling scene? Want interviews and information on the big leagues? Then you want Knights of the Squared Circle with Ryan Knight on Coyote 103. Ryan has his finger on the pulse of wrestling in Ontario on every level, and he brings that to you every Sunday at noon. Listen for your wrestling fix with Ryan Knight and Knights of the Squared Circle, Sunday at noon, only on Coyote 103. Hey, are you getting tired of the grind? Getting tired of the same old, same old? Getting tired of living in an echo chamber? Well, if you are, tune in to the Duke You Suck podcast with Duke Durango. We'll be talking wrestling, sports of all kinds, politics, medicine, whatever else we want to get into. What I'm really looking for is for you to go on a journey with me. Perhaps we find some common ground and hopefully have a laugh along the way. So watch this space for the first episode dropping soon, the Duke You Suck podcast with me, Duke Durango. Still love that, <laughs> just the name of it. And you've heard me talk about that. And he's probably like, what, 10, 10 episodes in, uh, maybe even more than that. But uh, the Duke You Suck podcast, I, I love the name of it. I love the promos at the beginning, too. So anytime he does an interview, he gets one of the guys he's interviewed saying, Duke, you suck. <laughs> and it looks like a, a grumpy old man doing the uh, the promo. But, uh, you know, props to him. I mean, he's, uh, he's like I said uh, earlier, podcast has been involved in Canadian independent wrestling for a while. And, uh, you know, I talk about gorgeous Michelle Starr, guys like that as well. Uh, way back in the day when I was first learning about Canadian independent wrestling, Duke Durango was one of those guys. So uh, uh, thanks to him for having that promo out there, as well as thanks to Ryan Knight of uh, Knights of the Squared Circle uh, for having his promo out there as well. But like I said, guys, feedback at cwnonline.ca with regards to uh, getting your promo here on the podcast. And uh, we get views, <laughs> I tell you that, more on Facebook. But I learned something, in the, and uh, I might share that with you guys, and I might not, but we'll see. But uh, something that's close to my heart as far as Canadian independent wrestling goes is this, uh, the one and only Stephen Spice, uh, Stephen's Wrestling Journey, SWJ, uh, hashtag Stephen Strong. And uh, uh, he had surgery last Friday uh, with regards to uh, his throat. And, um, 
you know, it was uh, it was uh, uh, wait and see what happens. His his mom, Crystal Spice, was keeping everybody updated on social media uh, with gets to Twitter as well as uh, uh, Facebook. And I'm happy to say this. He, uh, Stephen this morning uh, released a statement. <laughs> He's only nine years old. I'm talking about him releasing a statement, but he he put it out there on on social media. So I just want to read this to uh, to everybody here. I want to thank everyone for all of your well wishes this past week. The surgery has been not, uh, much tougher than my brain surgery because you never know how much you use something until you can't. Breathing hurts at times and drinking has been even worse. I've had a few problems, so my doctor said I will have to, I will take a, a bit longer to heal, so no pizza for me on smiley face. Uh, right now, I will be feeling normal in two weeks and fully healed in three months. Every day, I get a little better. Uh, thanks for everyone for cheering me on as it means so much to me. Uh, Steven, and like I said, that was this morning on Instagram. So Steven, um, as I posted there on Instagram, uh, you know, uh, glad to hear that you're on the mend. Uh, it sucks about the pizza thing, but you'll be eating pizza before you know it. And uh, thoughts and prayers and strength, obviously, with Steven Spice, uh, the one and only Steven's wrestling journey. Hashtag Steven Strong, as it's still posted there on social media for some of my accounts. Uh, but uh, he's getting better. He's healing. He can't have pizza yet, and it kind of sucks. But uh, the fact is, he'll be uh, he'll be eating pizza before you know it. So uh, that is the latest on on Steven Spice, uh, Steven's wrestling journey there. And uh, you know, he's uh, recuperating from surgery. He's got his little uh, brother Liam by his side, uh, his puppies, obviously his supportive family as well. And uh, thanks to Crystal Spice for uh, keeping us updated as far as Steven goes. And thanks for Steven for posting that comment uh, to let us know how you're doing. So uh, it's uh, really, really good news there. Uh, from there, we go into some more independent wrestling news. Alexia Nicole, if you want to say that name, you got to put Maxim Cover Girl Contest beside it right now because she is going to try to become a Maxim Cover Girl. And I, honest to God, had no idea Maxim still existed. Uh, but uh, sure enough, you go to MaximCoverGirl.com forward slash 2021 forward slash Alexia dash Nicole. I'm going to put it up on the website. I'm going to make it maybe a, 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 you know, a link uh, because it's only... I'll get to it here, but uh, you go to that website. It says vote for Alexi Nicole. Pro Wrestling's Bubblegum Princess de uh, Detective Cookie Dough. Only four for ten, but I can pick up and slam people twice my size. And when you look, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do a, a share screen here. So I'm going to do this. This. Don't have to share the audio. It used to be really good at the share screen thing. And now not so much. And let's see where I am here. All right. So I'm going to get rid of these graphics. And make the full screen. Yeah, that's good enough there. But as you can see, guys, so if you go to, like I said, maximcovergirl.com forward slash 2021 forward slash Alexia dash Nicole, you can vote for her. So if you're here, you can see currently in first in their group. Uh, warrior vote, not sure what that means. I've, I've got to look into it after I'm done the show here. And it says for the next nine plus hours. Oh, okay. Well, it's right, <laughs> right underneath. I just got to read for the next nine plus hours, receive two for one votes, benefiting homes for wounded warriors. Okay. That's actually really, really cool. Uh, free deadly vote, Facebook login required. Uh, but as you can see, winner to be featured on the cover of Maxim and the vote for the top uh, voting for the top 10 ends Thursday, the 6th of May at 7 p.m. So right before uh, the Brian Pillman special there airs uh, with regards to uh, Dark Side of the Ring, about five days, seven hours, one minute and 42 seconds currently, uh, you know, to to vote for Alexei Nicole, the bubblegum princess. Uh, what is Alexei Nicole's secret talent? She goes, I've been playing the piano for 20 years. And uh, the second question, what would Alexei Nicole do with the 25,000? And she goes, put it towards owning my own home. 
And then you can see several uh, pictures of her at the very bottom of the screen. But like I said, five days, seven hours, one minute, 19 seconds to vote. I'm going to uh, I'm going to make sure that she gets the attention uh, she deserves as far as the website goes. Uh, CWNonline.ca as well as social media. I really didn't know about this, but her name has been kind of all over the place for the past two weeks uh, in a good way. And, and the reason I said it is because of the fact um she has been, well, I'll tell you this, I interviewed her a couple of years ago, uh, live in person, very sweet, uh, very sweet girl. Um, she's had her birthday recently. She was on Straight Talk Wrestling's Vidcast 50, I think it was, with George Mackay. And then she was interviewed from uh, uh, for CWNonline.ca with regards to Stephen, uh, I almost said Stephen Spice, but Stephen O'Neill for his Slugging with Stephen series. Uh, and then all of a sudden now this. So it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I hope she wins. It'd be really, really cool. I, like I said, I had no idea Maxim still existed, but, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, let's push to, to have Alexia Nicole win and be a Maxim cover girl. I think that'd be absolutely cool there. And she's only 25. That's absolutely insane. So uh, uh, vote for Detective Cookie. Though. <laughs> but like I said, you'll see the uh, the push on cdbnonline.ca as well as social media for her because she's a she's a sweetheart and uh, she's very loved here in the province of Ontario as well as Canadian independent wrestling so uh, we'll make sure she gets the attention she deserves and hopefully she she takes this contest there uh, YouTube this week the Duke you suck episode 11 with my friend and Calgary Ward 11 city councilor uh, Rob sorry city council candidate so not there yet uh, Rob Ward so that was the latest from Duke. Uh, Vidcast 50, we uh, just talked about it, featuring Alexei Nicole, was, was on the 29th by the one and only George Micaiah, Straight Talk Wrestling. Episode 88, The Lethal Lottery, was this week for Border Town Pro Wrestling on Thursday. Episode 94, Kobe Durst taking on Mark Wheeler, taking on Corey Stone. Number one contendership for CPW Courage Pro Wrestling was released yesterday. Well, I guess two days ago. See, I'm so used to doing this on Fridays. Uh, MPW Rewind, Kid Cyrus taking on Danny Evans, MPW. Uh, that was released on the 30th. And then Paying Dues, April 30th, 2021, courtesy of uh, Super Kicked. And that is was yesterday as well. And I believe PPW uh, should be up now as well on YouTube. I'm not able to currently check. Uh, Slugging with Stephen O'Neill this week featuring Jordan Her, which was very unique because I'm used to Stephen doing uh, names that I recognize, not necessarily I've ever met before, but some of them I recognize, some of them I've met, obviously, some of them I've interviewed. Uh, but uh, Jordan Her, I was like, yeah, I wonder who Jordan Her is. And then Stephen and the message that he sent me attached a bunch of uh, photos as well. So obviously with regards to every, every interview that Steven does, I do the research and make sure I have all the social media links, whether or not they're on pro wrestling tees, whatever the case may be. And uh, I learned this about him. So he's currently, so Jordan Hur currently working for PWFP, Pro Wrestling Federation of Pakistan since 2017. And uh, the, so PWFP is the biggest wrestling promotion in Pakistan. So guys, check that out. CWNonline.ca, Slugging with Stephen O'Neill featuring Jordan Hur. That was released on the 27th. I know who's coming up this Tuesday. I'm pretty excited because I'm not, uh, um, uh, not, nec not necessarily... Um, I can't say too much about this guy because I've never seen him wrestle live. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know... I know uh, how much he does on the internet, and uh, you know what? It's, I'm going to say this: a pretty Ricky uh, Wildey. Uh, so a name I've I've always heard about is is the one coming up this Tuesday. 
uh, but I've never actually seen him wrestle live and I don't know too much about the guy. So I haven't read Steven's draft yet. So Steven always sends a draft. I tidy it up. Like I said, attached to social media links, everything else. Um, but I haven't read it yet. So uh, it's interesting to see when it's the same uh, 10 questions uh, that Steven asks. Uh, but from there, it's all different answers. So a lot of these times when he posts it as the draft, I don't read it till the day of because I want to be a fan. I want to read it uh, as I'm, uh, like, like I'm reading it as a fan, you know, so I'm learning as I go. So pretty Ricky. I know he's been interviewed recently, uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what some of his answers were for some of the, uh, for the questions that Stephen had asked. So that is coming up this coming Tuesday, which I guess would be what's today, the first, second, third, fourth. I guess it'd be the oh, May the 4th. Uh, good and bad <laughs> so i was supposed to have dental yesterday it didn't happen it's on may the 4th now but uh, any star wars geek out there uh, may the 4th be with you obviously uh so yeah so pretty ricky wildy on may the 4th on cdbandonline.ca uh courtesy of slugging with Stephen o'neill and and steven props to you for everything you've done with it uh, i'm loving it i'm enjoying it and uh, some of the names are surprising and uh, like i said check out jordan her uh from this past uh, tuesday uh obviously canadian independent wrestling.ca is our website with regards to canadian independent wrestling it's all linked so hashtag we are ciw it's facebook group uh like i said just keep it clean but promote 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 whether or not you have a gimmick a promotion a podcast a merch to sell whatever the case may be canadian independent wrestling.ca forward you to the group from there guys something else that's close to my heart this here the canadian wrestling network so canadian wrestling network.ca uh, social media links down there. So just search Canadian Wrestling Network, email network at cwnonline.ca. One nation, one network, Canuck Proud. So very proud of the network as well. I've been tidying up the website a little bit, looking into uh, creating uh, a new website, same content, but new website. I'm, I'm looking at ways to basically uh, have things a little bit tidier, uh, a little more neat, more neat and organized. We're still getting hits as far as social media goes, uh, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the website's getting a hit from all over the place as well. So I'm pretty proud and happy about that. But like it's a Canadian wrestling network. Uh, from there, guys, we go into, well, I've talked about this, but uh, CWN is on Pro Wrestling Tees. Four t-shirts we have available right now. Sold my first shirt about a week ago. So thank you very much. Uh, fella down in Indiana had bought the uh, the Canadian Wrestling Network shirt. Uh, so props and thank you very much for that. I got uh, money in my PayPal <laughs> today, which is kind of cool. It's very unique, uh, but uh, obviously it helps to go towards the, the website costs as well as the podcast and StreamYard, of course, which I'm on currently. But yeah, CWN's on Pro Wrestling Tees, four shirts, so CWN logo, Canadian Independent Wrestling logo. You also got the Canadian Wrestling Network logo and then the uh, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN logo as well. Two of those are going to get changed up for a month. And the reason for it is because as uh, as a proud Canadian, uh, there'll be two new shirts uh, to be debuted mid-May uh, going through for uh, to mid-June. Uh, so for, for a good month and uh, uh, you'll have to wait and see. But the uh, fact is when it comes down to it, yeah, uh, CWN's on Pro Wrestling Tees. So look for the change up come mid-May, which is only about two weeks away. So that's, uh, but I did the uh, the graphic for it last night. And my wife, <laughs> my wife, not a wrestling fan, but she did approve of it. And uh, so you'll see the two uh, new uh, t-shirts uh, mid-May there. So uh, guys, like I said, this has been CWN Weekly episode number 37 at the beginning of the show. Uh, next uh, set of shows are this, CWN Weekly episode number 38, May the 7th, 3 p.m. That's a Friday, so that is... Um 
The tentative scheduled date, it might be the Saturday instead, but uh, episode number 38 will happen the Friday or the Saturday live on Facebook as well as YouTube and Twitch. Um, I think it actually is going to happen on Friday because there's reasons behind it that I saw right before I went in the air. So I, I should be happening on Friday, May 7th, episode number 38. Episode number 39, same thing, Friday, May the 14th, 3 p.m., live Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube. If not, it'll be the Saturday, but Saturday, Sunday are going to be kind of busy. So I think I'm going to stick, uh, stick to regular schedule uh, and go episode 38 Friday, uh, May 7th, episode number 39, Friday, May 14th. And there'll be more shows taking place uh, two weeks time as well. Check out CWN Weekly, guys, on social media. So that's uh, Facebook as well as uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that sort of jazz. Uh, CWN Interview this week was with the one and only Greg Oliver. Very proud of that. Um, we went about uh, 50 minutes in length. A lot of different topics discussed. Obviously, Martin Verdor was not one of them. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been a longer show. But uh, it was a very great interview with Greg Oliver. Um, you know, he, he posted the link up there on Slam Wrestling, which was great. Uh, links are posted on social media as well as cwnonline.ca. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it was an honor to be able to interview him as somebody I respected for the better part of two decades. And, uh, you know, it was a, a joy and a pleasure to be able to honor uh, uh, the website and in interviewing Greg Oliver. But, um, you know, I just want to say thanks. Not necessarily a big fan <laughs> of your Cleveland Browns or or your uh, thoughts on Martin Brodeur. But, uh, Greg, thank you for doing the interview. And it's got some healthy hits on YouTube, which I'm proud of as well. Uh, and saying that, we get some more interviews lined up. I do. And uh, I confirmed uh, just the past couple of days, actually. And, uh, you know, one of them who I, another guy I've respected for the better part of two decades who I've known for quite a while and uh, somebody else who is also a journalist, also a book writer. And uh, I, that was confirmed yesterday as well. And I'm excited for it. I'm going to do some research uh, with regards to uh, making sure I can, uh, you know, nail this interview the same way I did with Greg Oliver, having good questions and uh, being able to talk good back and forth. But uh, yeah, two new interviews scheduled coming up this month, uh, which will be released on cdbandonline.ca. So very proud of it, obviously, guys, of course. And my wife is messaging me, so she's probably thinking I'm done by now, but uh, I'm getting there. So, guys, that is it for CWN Weekly, episode number 37. As always, with regards to email, you can email the website feedback at cwnonline.ca or email me personally, chris at cwnonline.ca uh, to get in touch with me there. You can hit me up on social media at Chris Maloney CWN. Uh, you know, I'm all over the place, and it's just my social media accounts just for me as a wrestling fan. Uh, that's why they exist. And uh, like I said, at Chris Maloney, CWN is the best way to be able to reach me personally on social media, as well as Chris at CWNonline.ca. So that is it for episode number 37. Look for episode number 38 scheduled, I think, solid for uh, uh, May the 7th uh, on next Friday. So episode number 38, followed by episode number 39, the following week, followed by predictions and recaps, which I'll get more into next week, of course, as well. But guys, thank you very much for watching and listening. Hit the like, subscribe button, all that sort of jazz. I've said that three times. I know this show, <laughs> but uh, I am getting better. But uh, guys, thank you very much for watching and listening. Check out the CWN interview with Greg Oliver. And uh, I, again, I'll be back next week to uh, talk more wrestling with you guys. So thank you very much. Enjoy your week, guys, and we will talk again sometime soon. 